0: Podcast.
1: I said welcome to, welcome to the Sports Podcast
2: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey. No chill, pray now. Hello, Andy. Good morning in California. Early afternoon here. I'm feeling good, Joe. The sun is out. It's going to be 60 degrees. Things are opening up. I got my Kings Island pass for the summer. It's lit, son.
3: What Kings Island is what? The... I, th- I thought those were rolls like potato buns.
2: It's the amusement park in Cincinnati.
3: Okay. Do you really have a pass? No, I bought a pass this morning.
2: Why? What are you, what are you, Aaron Moharis all of a sudden? You know why? My little brother's family has a pass. And then I learned my other brother and his wife and their son have a pass. So I figured I got four brothers, two other families have passes. The pass is so cheap. It's not like Disney world.
3: Passes What's the one, pass
2: for the summer? 121 with taxes. Okay. If you go twice, it pays for itself. Just twice. That includes parking. Also includes splash city.
3: You I mean, the Midwest transition. So the transition is complete. <laughs> you're like, you're like Jeff Goldblum coming back out as the fly. You're like, I've got my hatchback full of chili we are going to this the amusement park
2: i'm stoked man you know i'll take the kids it, it, it's a little out there it's where they po- <laughs> it, it's i know i am so midwest
3: this is not the one that's right by your house
2: no that's that's more of a pool you know there's a couple okay. rides but that's more of a giant pool this is the one across from where the tennis tournament's played which is, is really like a six flags or yeah basically it's called king's yeah. island it's owned by uh, Cedar Point, the same yeah. company that does the one in Cleveland. But for for just twice, I'm, I mean, I couldn't believe how cheap it was. 121 bucks includes parking splash city. I was looking at all the cool rides. They got 15 roller coasters. I haven't been since I was probably 15. <laughs> this is
3: like not bowling since you're 15 and buying a bowling ball. You're like,
2: I know I'm just going to go get me a ball. Well, again, if, if I'm a if I'm a thirty nine year old man by myself, that's creepy. If I'm going with families and kids, come on, I'm not showing up to King's Island by myself.
3: I can't wait to hear about the first Bumble date that you take to King's Island with your pass.
2: You're like, yeah, I get, you know,
3: I get some guest passes for the year. I took her there. We had we had some corn dogs.
2: Well, I, you know, I'm feeling good. We talked about it. I think things are starting to open up a little. Um, I'm feeling optimistic, maybe a little too optimistic. I think we're going to have another roaring 20s. You know, the Spanish flu happened and then everybody went crazy in the 20s with partying and sex. I think it's happening again by the end of 2021. It's just gonna be a giant world orgy.
3: Well, I did. I did, you know, four comedy shows this weekend down in Escondido outside of San Diego. Uh, patio comedy shows the first time I felt like I mean I've done some driving shows I've done some patio shows but you know it was the first time basically since this week-ish last year that it was like a weekend at a comedy club you know 6 30 show 8 30 show two nights in a row people being there waitress service like the whole shebang. so it definitely feels like things are turning around Some, I mean that's definitely a part of California that's a little less, um, you know, concerned, even just walking around there, a lot of, a lot less masks and stuff sure. like that. But um, it was uh, it was an outdoor show and the, the club really, you know, did their best to keep everybody safe. And we all had our own microphones and stuff like that. And it's all those little things like this, you know is the the separate microphone really make a fucking difference. I don't know. But um, if those are the things that we got to do to start doing comedy shows again, I'm here for it.
2: That's great, man. Yeah. How'd you feel?
3: Uh, I felt okay. I've done like, so now in the past week plus, basically since last, since a week ago, Friday or Saturday, I've done like six spots. So All of them pretty long, 15 to 25 minutes, 15 to a half hour long. And uh, definitely feels good to be back out. I didn't think I would miss it as much as I like. I haven't missed it that much. But then when you get up there, you're like, oh, I kind of missed it. Yeah, I've, I've said many times I hate stand up comedy until 30 seconds after I've been on stage and 30 seconds after like I get off.
2: Um I think so. you know what real quick I think most comics might say that. I think it's pretty normal. There's so much anxiety and just like, oh, I'm doing this and you're going in front of strangers. I think a lot of people feel that way.
3: Yeah, I think I mean I think the difference between me and most comics is like I'm not I'm never I've never in my whole comedy life been like desperate for spots like the guy who's like chasing spots around all the time. It's like more you know, take what's offered to me occasionally, you know, reach out to people to get some shows. Um, but when you're on there, it feels good. I think the biggest thing from a, from a comedy standpoint is like, I don't have a set that I'm working off of anymore. It used to be, you know, when you're working consistently for so long, you have this block and you're either adding to it, adding some new jokes to it or cutting out depending on your time. You know, like I probably had a 30 minute block that was, I could do in my sleep. And it's like, Oh, if I got a headline, just add some jokes in the middle. If I'm just featuring, take a couple jokes out. And this is, I mean, I did four sets completely different basically.
2: That's gotta be in a way. Great. You know, you have this blank canvas in front of you. There's no restrictions. Yeah. It's gotta be freeing. I would think.
0: Yeah, you no it would have been
2: fun
3: and I and I feel like crowds maybe are a little bit more understanding of yes of people being doing it like I wasn't working off my notes or anything. Um but I'm I'm definitely there's definitely a disjointed feel to the whole thing and and the crowds were great. Crowds were awesome.
2: That's great, man. That's uh Yeah, man. I I don't know. I'm feeling like I said I I, I just think that you know, once things start to open up more It looks like you're going to be able to go to some Dodgers games. I think that's a huge sign to go to some sports events, especially. I mean, if
3: we're doing stand-up comedy in the spring and watching some baseball games, you know, that's that's about as normal a life as Joe Prano requires.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's because. Once you start having those events, I just think it—it it just changes the morale of being able to see whatever it is, comedy, music, sports, right? Mentally, just the thought of hey, I went—I went to a show or a game, like you just feel better. Yeah, you're not stuck in the basement hibernating away like I was, just ready to get out. I did see ready something. To get
3: I, out, go to the amusement park. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> Kings Island. Let's go, dude! I am st- stoked. I can't believe how stoked I am.
3: Now there's no restrictions on that whatsoever.
2: I saw you have to wear masks. Pretty standard. Yeah, I mean it's outside, obviously. So, uh, and who knows? You know that could change. Everything's fluid, right? That could change by June, July. Yeah. If half the
3: country is vaccinated, it'd be great. Twenty years from now, when you look back, your pictures, of your nieces and nephews, you guys riding the log flume. You're. You, you got the masks on your hands up, screaming with masks on. You're like,
2: remember that? That was the
3: pandemic.
2: It's true, though, right? I've thought about that with a lot of the pictures I took, like around the holidays with masks on. You're like, you'll never forget this. Um, But I wanted to bring up a quick baseball rule. So now that mm-hmm. we're talking baseball for a quick second. Then we'll jump into the NBA. I saw this in an editorial in the Cincinnati paper. It's I didn't. Did you know this rule existed for spring training? what rule so there's a rule
3: <laughs> i don't know i can't i can't answer if i know about the rule until you tell me the rule
2: so there's a rule well i was on the rundown but whatever there's there was a rule that it, it's called it's something called rolling rolling occurs when a pitcher has thrown at least 20 pitches in an inning at which point the manager can decide to end the inning right so this occurs Uh, From February 27th through March 13th during spring training, the official, if you want to, the official rule says retiring, the side shall be relaxed such that defensive managers may end an inning prior to three outs, following any completed plate appearance provided the pitcher has thrown at least 20 pitches. And this was the point of the Cincinnati editorial, I guess last Friday, the Reds are losing five to three to Arizona with one out in the ninth. And, the pitcher was struggling for Arizona and he just said, forget that. And the game ends. Yeah. And and his point, which I agree with, he's like, dude, I get this is spring training, but if you're just going to end the game with the team having a chance to win, then you can't charge, you know, he's listing the prices for that Reds game, $29 a ticket to get in $9 for a beer. His argument was, you're going to charge the fans this much, but you're just going to call, like, you're just going to call the game. But
3: no one cares who wins these games. Like no one cares about the spring training record. I don't know what the Mets spring training record is so far. I don't, I don't know what they're, you know, typically, honestly. um, And, you know, there's no science behind this, but as a Mets fan, I feel like they've had their best seasons after they've struggled the most in spring training. I don't know if that's, you know, a correlated to playing, you know, younger guys more and, and finding the guys who work and therefore they, you know, less likely to win whatever. But like, I gotta say, and, you know, this rule aside or the, Oh, we can, the, the game can be ended after six innings or seven innings or eight innings. There's that rule. Like the Mets game yesterday ended in a four, four tie. Like, I don't go to spring training games or watch them on TV at all. Who's like, I'm not concerned at all about the score. Really?
2: I agree. But I think, I think the point is y- you're lessening the competition and the argument that these guys need rest, like take the reds. For example, the reds invited 73 players to spring training, 40 were pitchers. So, so the argument would be made. You have 40 pitchers. You can't just make a roster change. Like you can't just, I'm sorry, bring in a new pitcher.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's a weird rule, but I think the idea of like getting worked up, like getting worked up over it because it ended up being used in the ninth or whatever and ending the game. I don't know. It just seems like, you know, if you wanted to take that argument to its full end, you could say, Hey, I bought tickets to this game and they only played guys whose numbers were in the 60s and the 70s. It was a fucking showcase game. And I didn't get to see, you know, our starting left fielder and our starting shortstop and our first baseman. And you, you go like, or or a split squad game. Oh, I went and half the team wasn't even there. They were across town at another thing. So should that be half price? It's like spring training's all about getting these guys in shape and evaluating who's gonna make the roster. So I just think. This, it's a weird rule but if you're writing an art, article and your argument is based at all in the the win or loss of a game you're already coming from kind of the wrong place
2: but again why can't you just bring in if you, if the guy's not doing well or you're like i don't want this guy to keep throwing pitches again if you got 40 you got 40 pitchers you got you got plenty of arms to bring in if if i'm at that game i'm a little annoyed if i'm at any game Ninth inning Sixth inning Whatever inning You're just Wait wait They're just gonna call the inning Don't you wanna see A little competition
3: Yeah But I mean This Like obviously These rules are based on Limiting their The action I don't know If it's pandemic related I don't know If it's you know We're shortening everything For whatever But like All of these rules Have to be pushed through With everybody You know With a majority vote And all this And blah 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 And like I don't know. Just as a baseball fan, I'm not care. I don't care at all. Who's winning these, these games.
2: Well, what about this argument? I see in the YouTube comments uh, from chance Nost, it takes away from being able to observe what a player can do in a tight situation. What about that argument?
3: They take, but you're, you're arguing that they would take him out.
2: Well, true. I guess it's again, it's the 20 pitches, I don't know. I, I just to me, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I just think it's, I, I, I don't, I can't and, think and, of and a, by the Joe, way, what, what and, is a and, comparison? Let me ask you. And this. for what that argument,
3: comparison? just to, to double down on the response to that argument, this is a defensive manager's decision, right? So he doesn't have to take him out after 20 pitches. If he's like, hey, this guy's going to be a middle reliever on our team and he's going to come in in these situations and I need to see what he can do, he has that option, right? Now, I just think the argument that like he's, you know, it, is the manager who did this, if he did it solely to like get out of this game and be done with it, is that like pretty whack? Sure. But also if he did it in the fifth inning and in the sixth inning and in the seventh inning and, and then it did it in the ninth inning and ended the game. You know, then he's just taking advantage of this rule that's specifically to keep guys from throwing too many pitches or having him to rush a. A guy in warm up. Like when I go into a spring training game for my team, you know, typically they're like, this guy's going to pitch and this guy's going to pitch. It's like, you know, all-star game vibes. And then this guy's going to pitch. Oh, we're going to take this guy out. If he does bad, this guy's next up. If they get to the end of that list. I don't really care if the game ends. I mean, maybe I'm just like, you know, not a guy who's going to spring training baseball games for, to, you know, to see a walk off.
2: But what? would be the comparison you you know that's me i'm always trying to look for cross sports comparisons i don't i don't know of any other sport where you can basically just halt the game you're completely stopping the game mid-competition you're the guy who's playing a video game to bring it back home for me oh i had a shitty start in galaga i'm just gonna start over you're basically hitting the reset button there's no there's no comparison in basketball or football to do that
3: i mean the bottom line is the, the simplest answer is it's spring training The 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 idea that this rule would ever be a thing when these games matter it, it, it won't but you know it's spring training
2: you're but we're also looking at a sport that now wants a runner on second base to start extra innings so when you say it won't baseball has it's almost like they uh, they're, and, and and
3: i'm vehemently against that rule
2: yeah but again it's it's the same it's in the same wheelhouse of being less competitive and essentially removing that element from the sport. I don't know. I, I just I mean, you
3: look at foot look, basketball preseason is a lot of you know, figuring guys out and getting guys playing time that necessarily wouldn't, but like I mean, football is on another level. I mean, you you watch football games, starting quarterbacks take three snaps in a game. They play one drive, then you're going to the other guy. Like, you know, you could say, Oh, they're still trying to win. Are they? Are they trying to win? If you don't see any of your starters play, if your starters on your football team show up and dress, you know, street clothes, aren't you kind of giving up on the game as just as much now? The understanding is that the other team is doing this too. So, okay, we're having a competition between our second rate guys, which you could say they were doing in baseball as well. But like, if both teams have this option, it's kind of just like this agreed upon. Like we all agree. We're, we don't really care who wins these games. We're just here to evaluate our guys, get ready for the season.
2: Did you watch, you watched the NBA all-star game,
3: correct? I did. I watched most of it. Yeah. It was whack.
2: Well, I I didn't really watch the game. I did watch the slam dunk contest and I didn't watch the three pointer skills contest because I was doing some other stuff, but I, I like, I'll be honest. I liked the condensed slam dunk contest.
3: I didn't like three competitors. That seemed a little too condensed to me. I didn't mind how quick it went. Um, And I didn't mind. I actually didn't mind at all at the end, those guys, like everybody voting for one of the guys to win as opposed to like giving us scores or whatever. Like it was fine. I just think three competitors didn't really, you know, didn't really hype me up. I wasn't like, ooh, like I, I felt like once they all dunked the first time, I was like, okay, it's kind of over already you know, because everybody's first dunk is where you really kind of bring it down to the next group. It was three felt
2: too small. Were you rooting hard for Obi Toppin?
3: I mean, I was rooting for him. I wasn't like my, you know, I wasn't upset at all that he lost. I'm not like out here. I'm not every fan on the internet whose player or team didn't do something where now I'm like, he was robbed. I mean, I don't care. Like he tried to do you know, basically like a free throw line-ish dunk. And it's like, dude, if you're going to jump from a foot inside the free throw line, like, just don't even do that dunk. Now, Jordan did it, and all lots of these guys have not jumped from the free throw line. So there's certainly a history of rewarding the guys, even if they don't. But for me, it's like, if you're not going to, if if you're going to set this arbitrary thing of I'm going to do this crazy dunk, but I'm also good. But what's going to make it great is I'm going to do it from the free throw line. You better do it from the free throw line. Your foot better touch the free throw line at some point. But you know the other side of that argument is if you're going to kiss the rim, you should come within two feet of the rim.
2: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what I think we need to see. This is this is an idea. I was going to tweet this, but i I was saving it for the show. I think we need to see – these guys are – and I've said this before. Like These guys are – remember, this was my whole thing about dunking last year. Like, oh, it would be great to be able to dunk. I'm a non-athletic white guy. These guys are so athletic. And they make it look so easy. And the announcers talked a lot about that. Like, the first two dunks from Obi Toppin and uh, Anthony Simons.
3: Toppin's first dunk was the best dunk of the contest, I thought.
2: Yeah, I agree. And then the first dunk from uh who who was who was it? Cassius uh whatever his last name is. Yeah. Was a good dunk. Anthony Simons had a good dunk. My point is they all made it look so easy. And the guys commentating were saying, hey, that actually hurts them because they make it look so easy. Yeah. This is where my idea comes into play. These guys are so athletic, it is so easy. I think. We need unathletic white guys in the dunk contest.
3: Mm, Interesting. Horrible take. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I've said before, either have adjustable rims where you can keep going higher or have them be dunking on people.
2: Okay. So you don't like my idea of like guys who aren't as athletic trying to dunk. I think that'd be hilarious. It'd be be a hilarious
3: halftime show during, you know, a regular season game. It's like when they bring the Pop Warner kids out to play football at half. It'd be, you know, or dogs catching a Frisbee. Like, it'd be entertaining. But I don't think it should replace the dunk contest.
2: No, I'm all for it, man. These guys are too good. I say we we replace it with like... uh, Guys, who you're like, what? He, he, he can he dunk? Can he dunk? Can't he dunk? I don't know. And then it's just a matter
3: of can they dunk it?
2: Yeah. Welcome back
3: to the All Star weekends. Can they dunk? I love it. Where we find out if white guys who sit on the bench for NBA teams can dunk. Like Pat all right, Con- first up, TJ McConnell. TJ, do you feel like you can dunk? He's like, uh, I feel like I can if dunk to
2: practice a couple times. Well, again, because. I don't know what these guys can do at this point. Like when, like when the announcers are saying, Oh, you got to do something new. What hasn't been done? What has not been done? Seriously. You're jumping over people. You're jumping over cars. You're like, what has not been done?
3: Well, you know, when, uh, the dude put the, the little hoop up on the thing and grabbed the ball off it. That was pretty cool. It was cool. I also when he was setting up i was like oh he's gonna put a hoop up there he's gonna like dunk a nerf ball and then dunk a regular ball like i know there's you know you got to get into the prop situation and the whatever but like also top in you know his last dunk if he had gone from the free throw line for real that's a 50 to me so it's like we can still push the limits like reverse from the free throw line 360 from the free throw, through your legs from the free throw line like um i don't know you know off off the top of the backboard whatever like i just think the athleticism we we always kind of get this and by the way last year's dunk contest was pretty great um but it seems like every year with the dunk contest it's either awesome or it falls short and this year we got a fall short year but like the idea that you know, every couple of years when we have a fall short year, we talk about like, what else are they going to do? Suddenly they come back and they do it. And, you know, we get a great dunk contest. So hopefully we're, you know, hopefully that's next year.
2: I don't know, man. I think the Andy Ruther idea of unathletic white guys dunking would be so much more entertaining. That's just me. Maybe you think it's a terrible take. I support this.
3: You should go to a, you should go to high school, Warm ups, and watch a lot of white guys almost dunk
2: or guys who can dunk but let's see like to what ability right maybe that i don't know hey maybe it's just me maybe i just want to see some laughs everyone like it's a dunk contest let's 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 make it even more casual
3: see i just say take a guy who wouldn't otherwise participate in all-star weekend the same way dunk contest guys do you know uh Giannis isn't going to want to get dunked on, right? But Taco Fall, like you're like, dude, you're not even getting invited to this thing unless you want to come and guard the rim. Now I want to see if, you know, Toppin can yam it on Taco Fall when he knows he's coming.
2: Okay. I'm all for that. Let's mix it up a little. I didn't watch the game. I just, I, I'll be honest, Joe. I can't watch those games.
3: It's just it's, they've gotten to the point where they're.
2: That's what I'm saying. You know,
3: kind of the. I think the three point shot in the NBA is why. You know, the play, player's ability to shoot is why. Like, you're hilariously bad take guy. If you're like, the NBA was better in the '80s. Like, it's just like. At this point, it's hilariously bad. Take out. Like the shooting ability of today's NBA player is what sets it apart from eras of past. And they would, you know, and I truly believe that, you know, the Warriors team today with Steph, like I think they boat race every NBA finals team from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, like the shooting, the stretching of the floor opens stuff up. Unfortunately, in an all-star game, when there's no defense, it translates into a shooting contest. and it's not that exciting. Um, I don't you know, I, I kind of I gotta say the 80s and 90s all star games are better because these guys can't help but to go to the rim. And it's like if you're gonna play an exhibition game, have it be a Globetrotters game. Have it be, great passes and dunks and whatever the idea that Steph is, you know, shooting from the logo in the all-star game. It's like, dude, I just watched you in the three point contest. Now, you know, ludicrous idiot basketball fans be like, this is what I'm saying about the NBA in general, which I would argue. No, when a guy's guarding you for real and we have these, you know, Steph's and Harden's and all these guys were able to get, you know, three points, Feet behind the three point line shots off with guys doubling them and tripling them and whatever. I think that's incredible, but I don't want to see a weird lackadaisical shooting contest in the NBA all-star game, but also they've become less exciting because LeBron GM LeBron can't stop putting together the best teams ever.
2: Is that going to be our segue? Talk LeBron and vaccines saying, you know, he's
3: four and as a GM The other thing I want to say about LeBron, though, before we talk about it is, and I saw a tweet about this last night, LeBron is in year 17 of the All-Star, and he has yet to get the sort of career pass as an All-Star. You know what I mean? The Derek Jeter starting in year 15 when he's like the 26th best shortstop in baseball, Cal Ripken starting, like, you know, Jordan starting on the Wizards, like, The we are in year 17 of LeBron. He is legitimately winning the all-star vote as, you know, the best player in his conference. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, you know, it is. And yeah, and it's, it's not a bullshit fan vote.
3: Which we don't really seem to do anymore, at least not in basketball, maybe in Maybe in baseball. I don't know if if there's guys are still in, but we don't we don't really seem to do that. You don't you don't really have the past their prime guys. I mean, I think with probably the end of Kobe's career, it's probably the last we'll see of that. It seems like nowadays you kind of get you kind of wash out. You wash out.
2: Yeah. Well, you didn't know if we if you wanted to discuss this. And I was like, I want to discuss the LeBron vaccine thing.
3: I didn't say I didn't know if I wanted to discuss it. I just said it's kind of a to me, it's a non-story. And you sent it to me like usually, if you send me something via text, you're like, "Look at this," and I yeah. was like, "Look at this. Is this is this."
2: Well, again, I, 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 th- I think th- it's
3: less I, important than you know, sending me the Oprah interview last night.
2: We're gonna we're gonna come from different angles in this secondary tell which is fine and that's good. Um, I'll read his direct quote when asked if he will get vaccinated. LeBron said that's a conversation that my family and I will have. Keep that to a private thing. To which I would respond, LeBron, if it, you know, he's taken this mm-hmm. this job as a role model, correct? Do we agree on that? Sure.
3: I mean, he's taken it. I mean, he's been he's certainly been forced into it, but he's given his no, opinion.
2: No, no, he's taken it. I'm not going to say he's been forced into it. He's LeBron's been very vocal about basically most issues correct
3: okay i don't i would i would certainly disagree with he's been vocal about most issues but
2: anything political about
3: issues he cares about
2: okay anything political and and, okay. and and whether it's right or wrong covid-19 is political vaccinations are political can we agree on that
3: okay i guess
2: you seem not to want to agree but i think it is political okay. so 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 my take would be That he's suddenly silent on an issue which the NBA has pushed very hard through Adam Silver, through Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, Popovich, Greg Popovich. Like, a lot of people have been vocal about getting vaccines. Guys
3: in their their 60s.
2: Okay. But, you know, guys. Russell,
3: Kareem, Popovich.
2: There's obviously a lot of people within the black community who have you know some trepidations about getting vaccine and this is across the country. And, and look, obviously I, we've said this in the show, there's a bad history. No, one's ignoring that. So there's, uh, there's understandable hesitation. I agree with that. There's understandable hesitation with like the Tuskegee experiment and all the things that have happened. Right. But I would argue this, LeBron as trying
3: trying to eradicate gays and blacks with the, you know, AIDS.
2: That's the Joe Prano theory.
3: Yeah, it is.
2: So and and who knows? You you know, you and I will dabble in some conspiracies. We're like minded in that way. But my point would be this, Joe. I, I would argue LeBron as the. Vocal person of the NBA and within you could argue as one of the maybe most prominent if not one of the most prominent vocal people for the black community i think it would be very helpful if lebron said hey man we're going to get vaccinated you should get vaccinated that's my point
3: i just think that there's a there's so much th- this is the same thing as you got to remember and you know since we're talking athletes and politics you got to remember Colin Kaepernick didn't say anything until asked. And then when he was asked, he gave an answer to a question and he was removed from his livelihood. There's a lot more that can go wrong with his answer, even if it's yes, or even if it's no, then can go wrong by being like, hey man, I'm not sharing my medical details of me and my family with you because you randomly like don't have a question in the all stream. So let's say he says, yes, are you going to get vaccinated? Yes. What if the guys follow up is what vaccine are you getting? Which one? There's three vaccines. Which one are you getting LeBron? Well, uh, you know, I don't blah, 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 you know, or maybe he goes, I just got the Johnson and Johnson one. You Ben Shapiro's head explodes. LeBron James is shilling for Johnson and Johnson. What if he says, Yeah, but I, what if he says,
2: you're You def- see, this is where we disagree. No. Like you're, you're, you're-
3: what if he says, no, what if he says, I'm not getting vaccinated? Then he's an anti-vaxxer. Then he's whatever. What if he says, I already got vaccinated? Because here's the thing. I know lots of people who are not 60, who are not 70, who have been vaccinated. Eddie Ift, I worked with him this weekend. He's been vaccinated. So what if LeBron James says, Am I getting vaccinated? Yeah, I've already got vaccinated. You skipped the line. That's what's wrong with these NBA players. They think they're better than us. They act like they're that could have gone to a, a distraught person in the hood and he stole it from them. The the potential of criticism.
2: But he's already getting it, Joe, whether he answers or not. And he's not answered. So he's st- my point is he's going to get criticism from all fronts. No one's disagreeing but, but, with that.
3: But my, my question is, what is the criticism? I I don't understand you taking it. So the criticism is my, my criticism once, of uh, if you. If you speak out on things that are important to you, you now have to answer every question about everything or you're disingenuous.
2: This is my criticism of LeBron in general again, off the basketball court. And and I've, I know how to navigate on the court and off the court. A lot of people can't, which whatever, that's their problem. My criticism of him off the court has consistently been for a while. And obviously it was heightened with the China thing is that he wants to pick and choose. He comes across, in my opinion, very arrogant. Like he knows everything very so well read and, once well, you... what if he
3: doesn't what if he doesn't know something about something? What if he doesn't know about the vaccine and he doesn't know if his family's gonna get it and he hasn't decided? And so then, then say that keep it private.
2: Then say that. Then just say that. It's, because, it's but
3: that but that opens up so much things. What do you mean you don't know? Don't you care about people? The vaccine's gonna help people. Are you oh now we're having LeBron Karen James who's anti-vaccine? It's like the way these things get spun. We don't he didn't say whether he is or he isn't. And your issue with it is that if he, as a black man, says black lives matter, he now has to answer every question about every political issue
2: forever. No, what I'm saying is LeBron, that's one of the many things he he definitely opens himself up once, whether it's LeBron or anyone, a celebrity, a musician, actor, whatever it is, once you start. Going down that path, you, you are going to create these questions for yourself because once you've gone political, and it doesn't mean that I say he shouldn't go political, I don't care what LeBron does. I don't care what anybody but now does. now you're
3: saying if you do care, if he goes once, he's opened Pandora's box, and now he has to answer everything else or he's open to criticism.
2: He, he is. He's opening himself up to criticism by suddenly going silent on this.
3: I mean, you're a very open guy. You've expressed a million. We both expressed a million opinions on this podcast, political sure. and otherwise. The idea that now I have to, that every single question, everybody that somebody asks me, I have to answer because I've been so, so outspoken about certain things. To me, is like, it's ludicrous. I can't. And the other thing is we're talking, we're talking about two, especially with vaccine. Okay. The answer to this question, people literally only care about LeBron James's answer to this question and Kyrie Irving's, basically, is Kyrie an anti-vaxer who's also a flat earther who's also whatever? Like, ask fucking Julius Randle if he's getting vaccine. Maybe somebody did. We will never know the answer because he's not LeBron James. Exactly. So, but the problem is people want to ask LeBron James questions the same way as they wanted to ask Colin Kaepernick questions. But then when they get the answer. They'll it could they could ruin their, their lives.
2: Yeah. But do you see my point? LeBron also created and enabled that. I, my, my point is
3: by saying black lives matter. He's as still, a black man in America.
2: But you're you're really simplifying. He said which, so much more than so that.
3: Which one? What did he say? He was told to shut up and dribble because he hates Donald Trump. So like what what are the issues that you were like, man, he really offered it up there? Dude, he
2: speaks. Go look at his Twitter. Okay, feed. but I'm asking you what he's like, literally endorsing, he's literally endorsing political candidates. Of course, he is. Because
3: he ha- like the thing is, every single person at this point is endorsing candidates. Like that's, that's, not Th- that's not true. That's not true. When we're talking about celebrities, when we're talking about whatever during the Donald Trump thing, like.
2: But you don't have the, to.
3: So because he did one thing now. So because he endorsed a po- politician, he has to tell you his medical history,
2: Joe, because he blatantly speaks out a lot on these issues. He does. You know, he does. So then
3: he has to speak out on every single thing you want to ask him about.
2: No, 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 no. I'm not saying he has to speak out on everything. I'm saying. Then suddenly he goes silent on something, which is an
3: extreme. LeBron, does your, does your, is your teenage daughter going to use birth control?
2: That's not a big issue right now. Vaccinate vaccination with a pandemic
3: and pro choice and pro life. Isn't a big political discussion in America. LeBron, are you going to let your daughter use. Birth control or or is she going to have to make a decision after whether or not like the, the ludicrous idea that he has to answer that question because he said Donald Trump, don't vote for Donald Trump and
2: open racist. Like what? I, I don't think that that's a fair comparison about the daughter thing that, that, you know, again, we're, we're talking, let me ask, but, let me go, let me go the, back to my that's initial point. follow
3: up, right? Okay. LeBron, are you getting vaccinated? Is your family getting vaccinated? Did they already get vaccinated? Which vaccination? When are you getting it? Let me when ask you, you this.
2: The initial point I had, do you think if LeBron is on record saying, hey, I think it's important for us to get vaccinated. Do you think that helps the cost for people, the anti-vaxxers against that? Uh,
3: I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with the anti-vaxxers, but I think it has to do. I think it certainly helps the cause of probably making young sports fans and yes. young people in the black community. But what if he did? De- If he's a Democrat or if he's a liberal person, if he's anti, he has to be pro vaccine. Are you saying that, are you saying that he, that like if he's going to be this way, then he has to be pro vaccine?
2: No, 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 no. What what I'm I'm saying is, I don't care if LeBron says I'm not getting vaccinated. This isn't a matter of me caring. Well, maybe
3: he isn't, but he doesn't want to say he isn't. Like he has to.
2: But that, but that's my point is that he, he's, Joe, we're seeing a pattern here. It was the same way about China. You're suddenly just silent. You're you're you're, you're suddenly silent, like, like you're suddenly not answering. And, and that's all I'm saying about, about a lot of these people. And 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 this is where I get very. The
3: China thing was the, the thing with LeBron in China wasn't that he was silent because he can be silent. It's that he criticized Daryl Morey for speaking out.
2: But he's that's also the- he's also not responding to any questions as far as his business connections with China and all that stuff. It's again, my big thing with all these people is just be transparent, just be transparent and about everything. You've put yourself out there for a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you brought us into the question. I think we're pretty transparent for the most part. Like if somebody asks, yeah, me, and I'm, I'm also
3: like, not telling people my medical fucking history. And if a dirt ball comes up to me, at the show and goes like, what medicines do you take? I'm not going like, hey, yeah, let's sit down and talk about it. I owe you that.
2: I don't think that's a fair comparison.
3: It's literally the question.
2: If a dirtball says to you, again, we're talking about a worldwide pandemic that hit in 2020.
3: I just don't even understand what the controversy is here. The, I'm trying to boil down the controversy to the to a thesis statement. LeBron James because he's been politically vocal about certain subjects, not all subjects, certain subjects, he now has to answer every question asked about him that can be loosely tied to a political issue?
2: What I'm saying is I think he sets himself up. Hence, when you were, you know, we were going back and forth on text as far as you know, you said, well, what's there to feel sorry for? And I probably used the wrong term in that. My point is he sets himself up for these things by opening himself up on other issues. That's all I'm saying. You're
3: basically saying if you share an opinion, you now have to answer questions about things you don't necessarily want to share about.
2: If you share a, a political, some sort of in that realm. My point is, take Tim Duncan, right? I think he's a good example. Now, he's a little older, but top 10 all-time player we agree on, recently retired. Tim Duncan was very quiet. No one's – no one's, and obviously, he's not on LeBron's level of star and worldwide name. No one's saying that. But all-time player, he didn't say much. No one's going to Tim Duncan for these questions because he didn't set himself up that way, part of it. That's all I'm saying. Because you brought up Julius Randle, no one cares. Le- 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 LeBron's been so vocal on everything else, for the most part.
3: You- you- but he's been vocal. He's been vocal. He offers himself like he that that that's, that's yes. part of the whole thing. Is we being, we agree,
2: right? So, so now why is he going silent?
3: because you're asking him things that he maybe he doesn't have an opinion about now he has to make an opinion in that in that given moment he's a th- he's a 35 year old or 36 year old man he may not have the option or maybe he does have the option because he's a rich and famous athlete to get like i don't have an opinion on getting vaccinated because as a as a 41 year old straight white male comedian i assume i'm in group 1 billion and I'll figure it out when I get there. So I don't have an opinion. I'm like, if you come to me and you say, Are you getting vaccinated? I don't know. I think I have Le- no fucking idea.
2: I think he does know. And just answer just, just why are we silent now? That's all I'm saying.
3: But but what if he doesn't know? We don't know what's happening. We don't know if he's made a decision for his family. We do not know say that. Say, look, man, I
2: say, I don't know. There's not a good history of vaccinations with young black men in America. Because I, that's I don't
3: opening. Now he's now
2: I don't whether I know he's about the ramifications. It. So the that thing can have on my heart, whatever if it is, he
3: says, I don't know. There's a history of whatever. And then he gets it. He's still painted as an anti-vaxxer. He's still painted as somebody who's saying not to get it. The, the idea that the, the ball of wax that like that that, that is created by him answering the question one way or the other is so much greater there. I, I just feel like there's no, his answer yes or no gets politicized one way or the other.
2: I agree. We, we agree re- there,
3: but it's really not a pull like his decision to do it isn't a, or not to do it, isn't a political decision. We agree to that. Like, are you thinking about politics when you're thinking about whether or not you get vaccinated? No, but you are thinking about politics when you vote for a presidential candidate or not. Sure. Sure. So the idea that you just said, LeBron's answer to this, he, LeBron owes us an answer because it's a political no, no,
2: Hold on, I want to, I want to co- correct. I, I'm not saying he doesn't know. What I say LeBron can do what he wants. I'm not saying he he doesn't owe me shit. He doesn't. I, I want to say that for the record. I'm not saying he owes me anything. I'm saying he sets himself up, in my opinion, for criticisms based on what things he has said, tweeted, Instagrammed, whatever in the I past. Just,
3: I couldn't. I couldn't disagree more with the okay, idea that if, that's fine. If if adults in America want to have an opinion on anything, depending on what their stature is they may be required then to share their opinion on everything I ever ask them about. I mean, Joe Biden's, the poli- Joe Biden's the number one politician in the world. So obviously he's a very political person. He doesn't have to tell me what position he fucks his wife in.
2: Again, I, I, I don't agree but with that's, that analogy. But
3: exactly, because it's ludicrous to tie them together.
2: But let me ask this. Is, do you think covid has been politicized in the last
3: yes but but does, does that make it a political issue because it's been politicized i would argue that the, the the idea that we that there is no politics to we should all wear masks for each other's safeties but I, it's been politicized
2: w- okay we agree there
3: so the idea that we're then going to say Idiots have made this a political issue. Therefore, now that it is a political issue, if we ask LeBron James about it, since he's been open politically, he has to answer his political questions. It's like that man. We are really down a fucking rabbit hole here.
2: Look, we don't have to agree on this, and that's fine. You know, it's a conversation. I'm sure people will come to their own conclusions. I, I, I just think like like let LeBron- me ask
3: you. Let me ask you. Let me let's give. Let me give you another opinion. Sure. Here's, you know what's been politicized? Guns. Yeah. If you're anti-gun, you're liberal. If you're pro-gun, you're conservative. LeBron James is one of the most famous people on planet Earth. If I'm LeBron James, I definitely own a gun in my house. Somebody wrote the N-word on his fucking fence. I keep a gun in my house if I'm LeBron James. And I can also say, hey, I the Second Amendment isn't shouldn't really be a political opinion, and I registered my gun, and it's not an AR 15. I have a rifle, I have a handgun, I have whatever. If somebody asks LeBron James if he owns a gun, and he says yes, now he's pro gun and he's he's anti gun control when that's not necessarily the case.
2: People can come to the conclusions they want. I, I think we're losing my point, was just going back to just answering the question, LeBron can say what he wants. I think he picks and chooses. He That's did all say I'm what saying. he wanted.
3: He did say what he wanted. He said, it's none of your, my medical and my family's medical decisions are none of your business. Basically is what he said, which I think is such a normal thing to say.
2: But if he was asked a different question, he's blatantly going to answer it about who he's going to vote for or those things.
3: Yeah, because one, that, like, listen, first of all, LeBron James hasn't done that his whole career. He's done that. He did that when it was about Trump and when it was about, you know, the battles in Georgia and pushing people to do that so that we can get control of the Senate and blah, 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 blah. Sure. But like, that's him thinking he's using his, you know, his clout for a good cause. Maybe he doesn't have an answer. For whether or not he should use his clout in this situation. And again, saying I don't know, I have to look into it is basically LeBron James anti vaxxer story everywhere today. Everywhere. If he says, I don't know, I'll have to decide. I'm have to look at all the studies and whatever. Is LeBron James an anti vaxxer? Or the- if he says, I'm or if he says, Yeah, I'm getting it and I've got it. I already got it. My family, me and my whole family already got the Pfizer vaccine. But but again, how much stock does
2: LeBron James own in Pfizer? I know we live in a different age. Because there was no social media. But, you know, if you want to bring because obviously the comparisons will never end with him and Jordan. You know, Jordan didn't set himself up for that stuff because he just stayed out of it. Correct.
3: Well, until he, you know, until the thing where he got pressured into his mom and dad or whatever supporting this guy. And then he said his opinion, which was, I care. I don't give a fuck about people. I care about money. Republicans buy sneakers too.
2: But he mostly didn't comment on political things. Correct? Sure. I I, I just look, dude, to me, The Mike, the LeBron thing to me is like a bigger thing that I have problems with of a lot of people having to stick their neck out when they don't necessarily have to on issues on things. And then sometimes they just want to go quiet or they don't see hypocrisies and things. And I just, you know, to me, I mean,
3: I'm, I just, I just think we, we come from a totally different, like, I, I'm thinking nothing would be greater than having, you know, a platform and then. If, you, if you're well-versed on a subject, sharing your opinion on it. And, I mean, we look at all the athletes in history who have done it. I mean, you know, Muhammad Ali. And, like, you know, those are the guys that are set as role models for these guys. Like, the idea, again...
2: Oh, right, I'm not that, telling anybody to shut up. You understand that, right?
3: But you are telling them, I would be careful not to talk, because if you talk, you have to answer every single question forever or else... You're a hypocrite.
2: Well, this isn't again, this isn't just this is people in general.
3: Yeah. And I just think that that would be a a ridiculous claim. Like, don't ever share your opinion unless you're prepared to share every opinion you've ever had.
2: Well, I I would say don't cherry pick certain. That's what you said. That's what I just said. Don't share an opinion
3: on social or political issues unless you're prepared to share one on every single
2: thing ever. I mean, I you know you're going to the extreme of every single one but ever.
3: You he was asked about his about what sort of medical decisions he was going to make for his family. I mean, if that's not if that's not the the closest you can get to like asking like there's laws about asking people those questions.
2: Well, obviously now, this
3: reporter doesn't give a fuck. There's He's like, HIPAA, tell me about but, your medical
2: history. Look, but, but but again, we, we both agreed whether right or wrong, COVID and COVID vaccines have been politicized.
3: Everything's been politicized. I agree. Everything's politicized. Opiates in America have been politicized. LeBron, you've been in the league, you know, 17 years. You've been, you've, you've played 40,000 NBA minutes. You ever take a Percocet or a Vicodin because you have back or knee hurt? You ever take any, you ever take any sort of opiate post game? You think he wants to answer that question with the opioid crisis we have in America? You think he wants to say, let me tell you something, Andy. He has, he has taken an opioid for pain. Do you think he wants to answer that question? Maybe not. I'm sure he doesn't. Why would he? We have an opioid opioid crisis in America. If he, if he normalizes taking fucking handfuls of painkillers. I mean, start doing like, the idea that we have to answer every single question that could be loosely tied to politics, because he said vote for people who aren't going to treat us. Our race like garbage is kind of crazy.
2: Again, I, I think we don't see eye to eye on some of these things. And in my opinion, you're simplifying some of these things, but I'm
3: not simplifying anything. I'm like, I'm like that guy's a dick for asking the question. And I don't care about LeBron's answer.
2: So you think he's a dick for asking LeBron if he's getting vaccinated?
3: Yes. He's 100% knows it's a story either way. Okay. He 100% knows if he says yes, LeBron is some is some shill for the NBA's vaccine cause that they're doing. And if he says no, he's an anti-vaxxer. And he, I'm sure he had a follow-up question about when he's getting the vaccine, what vaccine he's getting. Did he already get it? LeBron skipped the line. LeBron is pushing this thing because remember, Andy, it doesn't, if LeBron goes out, here's the, here's what people have done in the past. If LeBron walks into the locker room one day and goes, Hey, everybody, just FYI got the Pfizer vaccine. Now you can say, Hey, really seems like you're pushing Pfizer on people, right? The same way if Colin Kaepernick walks in the locker room and says, I hate America and I'm not standing for the national anthem. Seems like you're really looking for attention about the fact that you hate it. But if you're sitting somewhere quietly and somebody walks over to you and goes, hey, man, are you are you getting vaccinated? He has not asked himself into this position, whatever. Colin Kaepernick didn't do shit until somebody asked him, hey, man, I've noticed that you've been sitting for a couple of games. What's the deal with that?
2: But again, I, I mean, look, and we'll move on. I don't know if I like the comparison with Colin Kaepernick and LeBron James. You're talking about the arguably the greatest basketball player of all time who had a worldwide brand and empire.
3: What I'm arguing about is that in retroactively people have made Colin Kaepernick, this guy who went out on a soapbox and was vehemently anti the thing, which is what they would do to LeBron James, regardless of how he answered. My point is you guys showed up and asked him, but then you complain when these people get political. You were asking them the questions.
2: Yeah, but again, I, I think Colin Kaepernick's a lot different. Like, like you stated, like we all know, he was very he, he was quiet about it. He wasn't doing press conferences. He was
3: Andy, but this is where the, yeah, you and I know that. Now go on the internet and put Colin Kaepernick into Twitter. And see what the world thinks about who Colin Kaepernick was. Colin Kaepernick shit on America and the anthem and police and whatever. And he's a trash quarterback. And that's why he's out of the league.
2: But but I don't care. You, you know, I, I don't know. We're, we're confusing some things. Like I don't care. Just like I don't necessarily care what people say for and against LeBron on this.
3: But he's, but he cares. So but he's to, like, hmm, to, to me, I'm the, not going to offer up. I'm, why am I? Yes or no, this is a story that's going to have tons of legs. Again, so I'm going to me, gonna not answer this.
2: To me, the discussion is maybe you you feel, hey, man, once you open yourself up, your stance would be, hey, Ruther thinks everybody should have to speak about everything where I honestly, think
3: athletes are people. And the idea that we're going to and the, the idea that we're going to treat them differently from people because they but have we a do.
2: But, but that's naive. Come on. We, we you know that.
3: It's naive, but my point is the like I'm just going to treat LeBron James like he's a person and I'm going to treat Colin Kaepernick like he's a person. I'm going to treat Kyrie Irving. Kirk, Kyrie Irving wasn't asked, "Hey Kyrie, you think the earth earth's flat?" Like when you offer up something, it's a totally different thing than when you're asked a question. And that's where I think like I I don't believe because one person who's famous offers up some information, they are now required to answer every question that's ever asked them. Nor would I ask that of you or anybody else.
2: Yeah, and I'm not saying they're required to answer every, you know, again. But you are saying, like,
3: we'll shit on them and talk about it for 20 minutes if they refuse to answer.
2: Well, no, I feel like you're going to, you know, you're going to the far extreme end of the spectrum here by saying every question. I mean, again, Le- LeBron is the face of the NBA. LeBron's been the face of the NBA for I don't know how many years now he's been in the league 17 years. My point is as the face of the NBA of the entire world, as one of the faces of the black community for the entire world, I just think it's a cop-out by him not answering. That's all I'm saying. We don't have to agree. That's fine. Cause he has no problem commenting on a lot of other issues. That's all I'm saying to me, it's a cop-out you think I'm being ridiculous and maybe I am. maybe 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 i am but i I,
3: like i I, again i was i would have said that this is like couldn't be more of a non-story but here we are deep in it and i think that it's just i i you know i think that's a sad state of affairs in that like lebron has had an opinion so now everything is a gotcha moment it's like okay well then then like honestly fuck every sports fan ever like look
2: Joe, I think we need to end on at least a funny note. I, I've actually enjoyed this discussion. I think you've made some good points. Um, and the only way to end is reading a comment from YouTube from our good friend Emiliano. Slub a dub is going to give you guys a, fi- <laughs> a five page call on LeBron and the vaccine.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, listen, first of all, first of all, Slub a dubs from Cleveland. So he hates fucking LeBron James already.
2: No, he loves LeBron, actually.
3: Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I was going to say there's, you know, there's only two chances here that he loves him because he brought them the championship or he hates him because he left. But, you know, listen, I got to imagine that the guy who uh, that the guy who hates us because we're woke, he probably loves LeBron James being like an anti-vaxxer, which Half of the world probably thinks just on him not answering that question. That's what he's saying. I, I actually saw that take after you sent it to me. Well, I guess him not answering is him obviously telling us he's not. I was like, by the way,
2: I assume he loves LeBron. I could be wrong. I mean, if you're from Cleveland, man, how can you not? Like, if you're from Ohio,
3: we've seen the we've seen the jerseys being burned. Oh, come on.
2: I do think that. Hey.
3: Also, we, uh, I, also the the big question, Andy, and this is this goes back to the conversation and I, I understand Emiliano's comment was funny, but like, you know, the great question is, does this guy who's from Cleveland, but thinks that we should have a wall built and that, you know, Colin Kaepernick should have been assassinated. Does he love LeBron or does he hate LeBron because LeBron doesn't shut up and dribble? Like, I think that's everything that's going on in sports these days is like, this guy who asked that question is trying to start these conversations. And I know, like, but
0: but
2: look, I, there are there are enough people out there who can separate like, look,
3: I don't think there's 25 people in the world who can separate the fucking the Internet is a cesspool of terribleness.
2: You're looking at one of them. I can separate it like. Like, like I still think I, I
3: would, I would argue you can't, you're like LeBron James. Did I deserve this answer because LeBron James once said that I didn't say I people deserve this are answer equal
2: to us. No, I'm talking about what they do on the court.
3: Like, but, but yeah, but that's different than whether you like that's different than whether Slub likes
2: him or not. I don't know if I like LeBron. That's been that way for a while. Like, like, again, he, he just comes across very arrogant to me. And uh, which, whatever, you're the best player of all time. So who knows? Maybe, maybe you deserve that. Argument. Like, like, I, I don't my, my feelings about him as a person. waver. You love lot. Tom Brady. Waver a lot. You love a, Tom Brady. As a person? I don't know.
3: Oh, well, OK, so it, like, that's the thing. Are we separate? So I don't even understand. Like, so you're you're saying you like him as a basketball player, but you're not sure you like LeBron as a person.
2: Yeah, I mean, my my feelings on LeBron as a person waver a lot, but he's like,
3: guess what? I don't even fucking have an opinion. on LeBron James as a person because I've never fucking met. Sure. And I'm not like I'm not about to judge LeBron James based on his fucking the 10 questions people ask him. Now, we we go back to I love Colin Kaepernick. That guy fucking, you know, they asked him his shit. He answered. He knew it was going to cost him everything. He didn't fucking back down. I think the dude is great. LeBron James, like, how do I fucking know? How do I know whether or not I fucking like LeBron James? Like him as a basketball player, for sure.
2: Yeah, me too. I think he's, he's the greatest of all time. I, I can, you know, a lot of these guys, I, I look.
3: I don't make a ton of, I don't make a ton of, I like this person. I like that person with, I don't fucking know them, or if they haven't offered up something that would make me like them. Well, look. I certainly don't dislike LeBron James, like a lot of the world, because he was like, "Hey, yeah, we we are equals."
2: But, but again, I, I forever. I, I think you're you're simplifying a lot of look. Let's just end this because because we're we're gonna keep spinning in circles. And the 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 LeBron issue, though, fuck it, I'm doing it. The LeBron issue is like, do you see my point when he says things like I like it's like it's 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 laughable to me when, when he responded to uh who was the soccer player Zoltan whatever yeah who basically said athletes should stick to sports it's the worst take i've ever heard so the take is neither here nor there for me i don't care about the take and i don't necessarily the agree take with
3: it is the take is you are literally less than human you are an athlete to be To play sports, you are—that's your job. You're to play sports, and that's your only job.
2: And I don't necessarily, exactly, I don't necessarily agree with that take. But
3: stick to podcasting. It's stick to sports. It's exactly exactly. what we
2: got. But but when LeBron responds and 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 with the arrogance and says, "I do my homework," no, you don't. You don't do shit, LeBron. You don't do shit with the homework. You and like like when I see that, this is where I do get worked up. It's like you endorsed Kamala Harris, who literally has an entire track record of throwing minorities in prison for petty crimes like marijuana possession. Do you do your homework? Because you willingly endorsed her. So when he comes out and, again, sits on this, like, I do my homework. No, you don't. You literally endorsed a candidate that did nothing but harm your
3: community. You could argue that he did his homework, like, 100% knows that about her. He's a smart guy. I bet you. Are you saying he didn't know that? Or are you saying he didn't make, like, If he knows that and he still endorses that person, like the world is full of lesser of two evils, politician supporters,
2: the whole world is. And that's a foolish way of looking at things, in my opinion.
3: Well, if you're if you're the if you're the face of the NBA and the guy who's in the White House is saying athletes that talk about politics are sons of bitches. The other person is the one you vote for.
2: Yeah, but think about how much more the discussion would shift if the greatest basketball player in the world said, hey, man, the guy in the White House is a piece of shit. Also, the guy running against the guy in the White House is a piece of shit. His vice president literally has an entire track record as the attorney general of California of doing shit. That doesn't help.
3: That doesn't help the other guy win. So he made a he made a statement because he it maybe gets a
2: conversation going of hey, let's stop doing this lesser of two evils, two shitty candidates that are basically the same thing.
3: But now you're asking people to go like we are a very small part of the population, Andy, that thinks that way.
2: I don't think we are. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I'm maybe I'm naive. Yeah, you are naive. I I think there's more people like us well, 150
3: million people voted. 154 million people voted in the last election. So that's, that's the majority.
2: I don't know. I, I I think, I think if there were more options available and more diversity within the whole political sphere, I think we could maybe have better creations or better, you know, creation or solutions, I should say to these problems
3: party systems broken that'll never happen good luck
2: that's why the the only solution is to just not care i know that sounds very defeatist but like whatever or just laugh about it that's that's the way i gotta do it um but let's talk some actual basketball man we went down some rabbit holes this is good though joe this is good i know we i
3: mean i I think i i i think it's a fine discussion but i hate I don't like feeding into the like I I think that's a conversation that is, you know, it's an interesting conversation to have, but I think it's also uh feeds the wrong kind of like I, I hate being even having a discussion about what human beings are allowed to have an opinion on or not having allowed to have an opinion on based on like their profession and whatever. Like the idea that somebody like comes up to me and says, Shut up and joke. Or goes to a chef and is like, if you're not talking about french fries, fuck off. Like I I just, I just think it's like what a gross everybody's allowed to have an opinion except athletes and actors. They should stick to what they do.
2: No, no, no. Uh, again, I, I'm not saying that.
3: But you I, are but again, you are saying the next step, which is, well, if you are gonna have an opinion, just know that now you owe us every opinion you've ever had on everything.
2: Again, my point you was researched it or not. I think if you've been blatantly vocal on a lot what of what is does that even mean? It, it means it means you, you just mentioned athletes and actors, right? Like when you stand up at an awards ceremony and make this big speech about whatever it is, you're know opening, that we
3: now should know what your fucking medical records say.
2: Hold on a second. And I'm not saying that you can't do that. Again, there is a difference. I'm just saying you're opening yourself up. That's all I'm saying. You and I host a podcast. Of course we open ourselves up because we talk about whatever. You know, so we are fair game for a lot of questions. So if somebody wants to call on the show and say, hey Ruth, are you gonna get vaccinated? I'm gonna tell them, yeah, I'm gonna get vaccinated. You know, that's maybe a line where we disagree. You know, it is technically a medical issue, but again. It's a highly discussed medical issue especially with the anti-vaxxer movement which for some reason seems to be gaining traction regardless of covid right vaccines work anyway the nets added uh who they add blake griffin. blake griffin are they that scared of the lakers they're just thrown into old pieces
3: well, I mean, I, I think that they're just trying to add where they can because they're, you know, the I think that this move by the Nets is based on a lot of things. And uh, the super team thing has worked in the past. Get a bunch of guys, pay three of them all of your money, use the scraps to pay the rest of your roster, add veteran free agents, veteran buyouts, because... You're getting a guy who um, has experience uh, for a cheap price. They're paying him $1.2 million for the rest of the season. Do I think that Blake Griffin significantly helps his Nets team? No. But what I think is for $1.2 million, why the fuck wouldn't you do it? And yeah. you know what? When, when they buy out Drummond and Drummond goes to the Lakers, that's going to make total sense too even though neither of these guys are necessarily guys you would want to sign in free agency. If you're getting a free pass at them, why wouldn't you help them now? Blake Griffin doesn't help the nets defensively, which is their big issue. Blake Griffin doesn't really, you know, like he doesn't really make the nets that much better at all, but he's probably better than the guy who he would replace in whatever minutes that he's taking because they're already playing somebody who's probably not that qualified to be like, I'm not sure if Blake Griffin's really an upgrade. in if you, you know, if he's taking some of Jeff green's minutes, but I guess we'll find out. And for $1.2 million, it's worth trying. I've seen the deep
2: analytics on it. Uh, have you seen any of this stuff? No, they actually claim he doesn't help them again. Who knows if that, I mean, it's a deep analytic dive. Right. I saw some tweets here's here's
3: the thing we're also you're also judging blake griffin
2: with from, the pistons right yeah which is fair
3: again i don't know i don't think the net's big problem for a championship is going to be playing defense are the lakers 100% trying to 100 get- doesn't help them defensively
2: are they trying to get drummond is
3: well that- the 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 talk today is that when he if they buy him out he'll he's off to the lakers
2: That'd be, that'd be good for them. That'd be really but good yeah, for
3: them. Yeah, but it would be good, but it wouldn't be like stop pushing them over the edge either.
2: It all comes down to, I guess, you know, the health of both teams. Yep. Everyone's very high on the nets right now.
3: I mean, I think the thing with Blake to the nets is that you know, obviously besides it being kind of a no brainer in terms of like the finances is like, does he help like just locker room wise? Does he help? Does it help having a vet? Does it help having that? But like the flip side of it is like, what's Blake won? you know what I mean? Blake hasn't been in a conference finals. Cause he was a clipper. We know that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think he's definitely a nice little off-the-bench piece.
3: Sure. He's Jeff Green literally light.
2: Cancel. Can you say that? Yeah.
3: Also, he did wear a black T-shirt when Donald Sterling uh, had to give the team up, so I look forward to Someone forcing us to find out whether or not he's getting vaccinated.
2: There you go. There you go, Joe. Coming in. The joke. I appreciate that. Blake hey, you're
3: a, Blake, you're of mixed race. Are you going to be an anti-vaxxer like your white mom, or are you going to get the vaccine like your black dad? Is
2: that a white mom thing?
3: I no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm
2: your just mom, wondering though.
3: Your mom's like your mom's an anti-vaxxer, Karen, and your dad is
2: That's that's the impression I get. A lot of Karens are anti-vaxxers. Did you see the video of those Karens going out at Bed Bath & Beyond?
3: Yeah, that's great. Wild. My girlfriend always goes, she's like, you are always watching Karens yelling at each other on the internet. I'm like, I fucking love it.
2: There's a lot of good feeds out there for you now. Yeah. Do you follow any of them on Twitter? No, but I should. Yeah. Karens are everywhere, man.
3: Yeah, I mean Rex Chapman shares shares a, a good Karen every once. Oh,
2: don't even get me started on that guy. He's another one. He got too woke. He <laughs> got too woke for
3: what? For it's you?
2: just, it's just like, dude. Again, I, I I just can't stand. I can't stand the guys who just go so hard on one political party, right or left. It uh, makes me want to vomit. Just gonna back everybody. It's like, dude, you, you support shitty candidates.
3: Meanwhile, if I'm like racist Clay Travis, you're like, oh, let's let's be, let's not throw around phrases too fast. I'm not so, you know, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure he's a racist. Rex Travis a woke asshole, though. Oh, uh, let's be. T- I don't know. You know, I don't like to. I don't like to label I, I, people. I shouldn't I'm call him I'm not so quick to label people. I'm not so, I'm, I just want to say, I'm not so quick to say, I shouldn't, call him, a racist. I shouldn't call him an asshole. I shouldn't call him an asshole. Travis is a racist. I take
2: that back. I shouldn't call him an asshole. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just think like, dude, you had your thing. You see it all the time, especially with comics. And then you, you go so hard for one side, man. I don't, I don't like going hard for one side, regardless. I, I don't know who annoys me more at this point. I, I think about this. Like, I think about this. I'm like, who annoys me more? Like there's some far right guy who lives a few streets down, always posting signs. Every time I drive by the house, like handmade signs, like Biden stole the election one day. And then like, and I get worked up, but then I might get just as worked up on something else. I'm, I'm telling you, I've been watching a lot of George Carlin. I've been watching like a lot. I just, the whole system sucks, man. I shouldn't even care. I, I know that's the truth.
3: That's, that's what I was trying to tell you the whole fucking time. I'm like, I can't believe. You know, you get you like you get triggered by everybody.
2: Well, I get triggered when everybody wants to go so die hard one side or the other. Because that's what they want.
3: But then if they don't go die hard, you're still angry. You're like, LeBron, no. you went die hard. It's too late. Now you got to die hard two and die hard three. No, no, I'm I'm talking. You went diehard guy. You better stay dieharding.
2: I'm talking more about like the big supporting of a political party or of like diehard behind candidates. It's like I just I just don't get it. You can support somebody all you want. I don't care, but it's you know what I'm talking about. It's the fucking I'm going all in, man, going all in on this person. They're the thing. They're the next thing. It's like, dude, we're all flawed. Politicians are people, too. Like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen a lot of it with the people who voted for Biden. You see it on social media now. They're all, like, surprised at some of the things he's not pushing for. And it's just, I don't know. It's like, because you went all in, man. What do you expect? Luckily, I have a bunch of edibles and weed here, and that just Mm -hmm. calms me the fuck down. Like, why is that not legal?
3: How many milligrams will you be taking? And What hour of the day will we be taking them? And what company are they from, Andy? I'll answer all your will questions. You, will you be will you be pro giving your children edibles? And if so, at what age? You've been a, you've been very outspoken about edibles. Will you let your children take edibles?
2: Yeah. At what age? It's a good question. Eighteen. I don't know. Prano, just free me from the basement, man. That's what I need.
3: You need to get out of the basement, dog.
2: That's why I got the Kings Island membership. <laughs> so, I saw this report today. This is too funny. Talk about things coming full circle. Is Tom Brady really want to try to bring Odell Beckham Jr.?
3: I don't know. I didn't even see that. That's a, is that a new one? Yeah, he wants Odell on the. Uh, he wants Odell on the Bucks.
2: Yeah. I'm like, well, look, you—they know, have some free agents at wide receivers. Obviously, they're not going to keep everybody, but uh, yeah, that's that's the latest report. Is that he um, he wants to add? You know, Antonio Brown's an unrestricted free agent. I don't know if Godwin is. Um,
3: I, I mean, I love it. I love it. I think I'm. I'm still like you know, I'm still of the opinion that like. Moving on from a guy because you don't like him, you know, crying on the sideline. Like, talent to me is like, you can't, you can't fix, you can fix immaturity, but you can't make a guy, be a guy who can catch every slant and go to the house and be a guy who's like, whatever, like, I mean... The whole oh, does are the Browns better without Odell? Like I just feel like Odell's gotten this whole thing. It's like, and we and we've talked about it. We've talked about it like, I mean, you did the well Antonio Brown's not Odell. You know, Antonio Brown's like beating up his girlfriend while they're packing a moving truck and shit like that. But he didn't kick a kicking net.
2: Oh, I said that way before Antonio Brown went off the register. Deal. Well,
3: I know, but I, and I and and I said they're all fucking divas.
2: I mean, come on. By the way, now that you brought them both up, AB plus 4,900. I look today. What is that? I don't even know what that means. Plus 4,900 in yard total for their careers. Yeah. So that's four seasons. With AB never playing again. Right. That's four 1,200-yard seasons.
3: Odell Beckham's what,
2: twenty seven? Something like that. I don't think Odell has four 1,200 yard seasons in him until
3: he joins your boy Tom Brady.
2: Hey, man, anything's possible with Tom Brady. I, I think him playing on that team was a little different than him playing with Baker Mayfield as far as the respect he's going to, you know, the command that a quarterback, the leader of the team is going to have with a Brady versus a Baker Mayfield. Come on.
3: But at the same time, the, the Browns are probably, you know, in terms of having... You know, I mean, the Browns run the ball plenty as well. But they're a little bit more... He, the, the, the longevity factor of... It seems like Mayfield's there to stay for a while. It's like, what happens after Tom Brady? You know what I mean? Now, Odell could also leave again after Tom Brady. But, like... I, I I don't. I mean, is this even going to happen, or is this Tom Brady just like fucking with other teams? Who knows? Odell's on the Odell's on the Browns.
2: Brady's trying to restructure his contract.
3: Yeah, I heard that. He For wants, he wants less gonna, money. He wants less money, but he wants them to hand him a bunch of their his money that he's owed in a lump sum, so it doesn't go on their salary cap because he just won him a Super Bowl. Let's not act like Tom Brady. The whole talk about. Talk about the fucking narrative. He's smart,
2: bro. He's smart.
3: No, he's smart. But also, again, this is the difference between whatever. It's like Tom Brady. Tom. Oh, why can't quarterbacks be more like Tom Brady, where he cares only about the team? He cares about getting that money deposited directly in his bank account and not having to wait for it. He's never restructured his deal. He's just gotten his lump sums faster.
2: Yeah, but it is restructuring his deal.
3: Yeah, but. Everybody always acts like Tom Brady kept taking less money with the Patriots, less money with the Patriots, so they could but get guys. He did, though. He doesn't take less money. He just gets sure about that? lumps he just gets lump sums, and then they're like, Oh, we're gonna restructure you. And instead of 20 million next year, we're gonna give you eight million next year. We're gonna give you 20 million as a signing
2: bonus. You sure he never took less money to play for the Patriots?
3: He just restructured so the, the deal is he always gets these long-term, he gets. Like everybody he gets the deal with X amount of money up front, and then whatever, and then he restructures so that the back end isn't as much on the cap as it was when they originally came up with it, and then they fucking feed him money. In you know, so he's smart. Yeah, he's smart. No one's denying that.
2: It's like Bobby Bonilla. But he's
3: not fucking. He's not doing charity work for the Patriots these years, so that they can win.
2: I didn't say they're doing charity. But- no,
3: I know, but that's what everybody, that's the Tom Brady, that's the, you know, the Tom Brady stands. Yeah,
2: he's, he's just giving that money back. All he cares about is winning. But the question is, why don't more guys do this?
3: Because more guys don't have the security of Tom Brady. Of going like, oh, I can get another one year here, another one year that, down there, and another one year here. I've already got like 50 million Dollars sitting like next to my bed. I mean, we're talking about the Dak Prescott articles out today, too. That like that the Cowboys are going to franchise Dak again. And like Dak doesn't have any money in the I mean, I'm sure he has plenty of money in the bank compared to the normal person, but like he played last season on this on a franchise tag and he got hurt. Yeah. Now Now this plan worked out for Kirk Cousins, right? But it didn't work out for Dak Prescott so far. Sure. Just $200 million he's leaving somewhere if he gets hurt again next year and has never played football
2: again. Well, the Cowboys... Uh, it, you know, it seems almost smart to keep franchising him. I mean, but what, what, what would he make this year? $37 million, $38 it seems, million?
3: it seems smart for every team to franchise their quarterback forever. It's just the guys won't necessarily accept that deal Tom Brady wasn't doing that at 26 after two Super Bowls yeah just franchise me it's fine your boy Russ isn't taking franchise deals so that the Seahawks maybe. are only tied to him for a year at a time
2: maybe he should they had to release Carlos Dunlop today that he played great for them when they picked him up from the Bengals maybe Russ should you need help dude clearly Sad scene in Seattle. I'll tell you what. It's tough. It's, it's tough for me. I'm just, I'm going to be honest. It's, it's not easy because I think he's gone. I'm sorry, CT. What, you know, you sent me that Russ jersey. It's, it's
3: the Ruther curse. First Richard Russ. Sherman. You got a Richard Sherman jersey? Gone. <laughs> the you got a Russ jersey? <laughs> gone.
2: It's unbelievable. I know. It's sad. I got to get retired players. Luckily, I got her... I got Harambe up there. I got Chris Sabo. I got some retired things going on you up got
3: there. Yeah. Adam Morrison jersey out of league
2: forever. Yeah, pretty much. You see, they might review Ray Guy jersey dead. Too I don't soon. even know if Ray Guy's dead. Too soon. Uh you see, they're gonna they might review the helmets or the, the, the hits to the head. With Good. on the quarterback, I mean, they I'm might, a, they might, ma- they might, excuse me, they might make it reviewable, roughing the passer, basically.
3: I mean, I think that those, those are some of the most egregious, ridiculous, I agree. Uh, um, penalties that like are, there's no more penalty that's like biased based on who it's occurring to, sure. than the than the roughing the passer.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm all for it. I mean, they protect these quarterbacks and I get it. They're the moneymakers, but you, I mean, some of these things are absolutely ridiculous
3: and they're huge penalties,
2: huge, huge, 15 yarders, always an important spots of the game. I'm all for that. I don't think this is the pass interference thing. Cause some people are like, Oh, it's going to be that again. They're well, make the
3: NFL it- dog shit at doing this, so it, there's there's certainly a chance that it could be. Considering that they decided to review pass interference, but then refused to review the plays. Like, I mean, the,
0: you the could problem, challenge
3: it, right? The problem with the pass the pass interference thing was the refs refused to admit that they got it wrong. So if sure. it ha- if it happens again, they're like, no, I called it, and that's what I called. Yeah, no, I saw it the right the first time. When they're yeah. egregiously wrong. Yeah, but I, I love the I love the idea of t- of like not making it that everything that happens on on the field is like the offense benefits from. Yeah, I mean I I complained about it obviously in the Super Bowl, but I complained about it throughout the season. If you put it if you put an uncatchable on my name into Twitter, but like we the uncatchable ball is like it's, it's not even a thing anymore. You interfere with the guy, the ball could be 40 yards into the stands. They're called yeah. pass interference. It's like, at some point, these guys got to be able to, you know, play a little bit of defense.
2: Sure. Well, let's get to some calls. Before we do that, I want to let all the dirt balls know. Go online and get yourself some movement watches. They got they got tons of great products now. They got sunglasses, watches, our friends Blue at Blue Light Move- Glasses. Yeah. The blue light glasses, these are great, right? Brandon, you're telling me about this. So if you spent all day in front of your computer, they have this ever scroll blue light filtering glasses. They're a game changer. It'll help with the eye strain and poor sleeping patterns. And those are all available at movement.com. I love movement because it is affordable. You see a lot of these places. You're going to spend four to five hundred dollars for a watch. You go to your local department store or you go online. It's not, uh, it's not, it, it, it's not cheap. It's very expensive. But movement, very affordable. They have a great selection. If you want to elevate your look and your style that doesn't break the bank, then join the movement and get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns. Simply go to movementmvmt.com forward slash dirty. Again, that's mvmt.com forward slash dirty. And uh, I'm stoked. I got a pair of aviators for sunglasses. And uh, now that the weather is finally warm, Joe, I'll be rocking those this summer at the pool. I'll be rocking those as I go to Kings Island going down some of this water slides. Actually, I might lose them, so I wouldn't do that, but I will be rocking my movement sunglasses. just need some croquis. Yeah, right? By the way, no comments. No no comment. What what do you think about my glasses? How how am I looking?
3: Oh, uh, we have one comment. Do you want one comment that I got via via my texts while we were on? Sure. My girlfriend from the other room, LOL, Andy wears glasses and thinks he's Oprah in this interview.
2: (laughs) (laughs) shots fired
3: did you watch the oprah thing last night i did not oh man is is i i didn't you know my, that's the kind of thing my girlfriend was all about and then i watched it and i'm like
2: all right i'm in yeah my sister-in-law was t- talking it up big uh saturday night and my brother and i were like i don't get it what's the uh What's the big deal? My sister's like, it's a big deal. They're leaving. Nobody leaves when they're royalty. It is a big deal. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but they signed. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Meghan Markle and uh, Harry signed a hundred million dollar.
3: Yes, Andy, I watched the two-hour okay. Oprah interview. Well, I don't
2: know if they discuss it. I'm like, I'm like, they're giving up money and they signed a hundred million dollar content creation deal with Netflix. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean. Sorry to anybody in England listening but like we got a bunch of ridiculous shit in the in this country but like you guys still have a king and a prince like the fuck century are you living in Like to me that that's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard I like I just don't get it I've been saying this forever like it's 2021 and and they still have a prince and a king and whatever a queen all that shit because it's tradition. How how have they not been canceled? Maybe they were they're gonna be canceled after this interview because I did see some clips yeah. about the racist stuff. But like, how has that not been a thing? Because British people
3: fucking love that shit. Why we, we should have canceled blood sausage a long time ago, too. But fucking the UK loves that fucking trash.
2: God damn it, English. Like, what's the deal with this? Do you know how they get their money, by the way? Is that taxpayer money? I have no fucking idea. I'd be pretty pissed if I was in England. I don't know if it is, though. Like, are taxpayers footing the bill for the royal family?
3: They've got to be. They've got, they live in a fucking palace. They've got to be.
2: I do want to go to the UK. I've actually never been anywhere. No, nowhere.
3: Let's go dirty. Let's go dirty sports goes to London. The Dirty Sports Cross Pond next year NFL game in London, we should go dirtball meetup in Europe.
2: I, I don't want to just do London. I've been doing. you know I do that that aerial show on uh, Smithsonian and I I did Aerial UK, Aerial Scotland, Aerial Wales, Aerial Ireland. Like it gets a bad rap and I know they're only filming when the sun's out, but it looks pretty awesome.
3: I've been to Ireland. I uh, it rained a lot. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I haven't done, I haven't done London. I haven't done Britain anywhere and I haven't done uh Scotland dirty sports goes to London with the Jaguars, then goes to Scotland and play some golf.
2: Yeah. I didn't re- the aerial view of St. Andrews is pretty awesome. I didn't realize it was right along the beach. That shows how little I know about golf. It looks pretty awesome. All right, Let's bang on a couple calls. The, let's hot do line, it. the hotline is 310 359 8365. We'll start with a quick one. We have an idea to fix Venice Beach.
3: Oh, okay. It's
2: a, it's a pretty savage idea, but let's, let's hear it out.
0: What's going on, Ruther and Prino? It is Luke from Cincinnati. Um, I'm listening to the podcast. You guys are talking about Kellen Winslow, and you're talking about how he loves homeless people, and I think I just solved Venice Beach's homeless problem. All you have to do, instead of making Kellen Winslow go sit in a prison cell for 14 years, is just let him walk around Venice Beach. Because clearly he doesn't touch people that are, like, normal people. Like I don't, I don't want to say normal people, but, like, he doesn't touch, like, middle-aged people. He doesn't touch younger people. He doesn't touch people that have houses and well-diversified 401Ks. He's only touching like homeless people and like old people. So here's the thing. If you get if you just let him walk around in Venice Beach, I I think the I think the homeless problem completely goes away just because people are trying to avoid Kellen Winslow Jr. Let me know what you think, boys. Stay dirty.
2: It's a pretty savage idea.
3: It's a pretty savage idea. You know, Andy Laz had the idea of of introducing a cannibal. Uh, To that similar to that that homeless encampment at Penmar, just having this guy eat his way through the homeless encampment. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty similar idea. I like it. Let, (laughs) let Kellen Winslow rape the homeless out of Venice.
2: Kind of a Mad Max mentality.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, truthfully, I think Kellen Winslow should rot in jail for the rest of his life, but I mean, yeah, me too. But yeah, but maybe on like some sort of work uh, release program. They let him out and he cleans up Venice like, you know, like prisoners clean up the side of highways. Right. They just give him an orange jumpsuit and a stick.
2: Can I say something real quick? I, I know I've gone on my rants this episode, but like about the homeless situation, like again, this is why I hate politicians. They, they never address the issues like the, the, no one's no one's. Why are people homeless in this country? Why is this many? It's like, oh, we'll throw money. We'll, we'll build them shelters. I'm not against that for the record. Why are this many people homeless? Let's actually address the issues. There, I said it. I, ju- I just I just, read things that are like, whoa, we're going to build this. Cool. Build that. But then actually address why there's this many more homeless people in this area or in this country. God, I should just fucking run for president already.
3: You don't even have answers. You're like, "What? You're like, give me the answers." I'm going to I you know, I'm going to leave the, I'm going to leave this one untouched because we have more calls to get to. But
2: this is an important call the next one. We'll we'll end with this one cuz this one okay. is a it's a long call. It's from our boy Jesus and uh he really wants to get to the bottom of something.
0: Okay.
1: Thank you. How's Jesus calling in from Dirtback HQ? Long time, no call. I got a little bit of a random question here, and uh, it has to do with public restroom etiquette. Now, this didn't happen in a public restroom, but I feel like it applies. So, a couple of days ago, I walked in on this guy battling fucking demons in here, bro. Okay. Because I, the moment I opened the restroom door, it just smelled like pure fucking death in here. And I feel like when you walk in on somebody taking a shit, or if you're taking a shit yourself, the least you could do is hit him with a, a courtesy flush, right? Now, I don't know if I'm making that up, but I feel like that's a thing. And not only did this guy not do it, which, hey, the damage was done. Maybe he was like, well, it's already too late. But not only did he not courtesy flush, the guy started shitting and he was splattering all over the place. This motherfucker was battling in there, okay? But, like, I know you know I'm in here, bitch. You you can't wait for me to leave? So, I don't know. Am I just being a bitch? Or is courtesy flushing for somebody a thing? Because I feel like there are unspoken things, right? Like, Leaving a stall open when you gotta take a piss or not starting a conversation with somebody. But yeah, this guy just didn't give a fuck, bro. He just, he was a nasty motherfucker. So what do you guys think? Uh, are there unspoken rules when using a public restroom? Cause I feel like there are, and this fucking guy just didn't care. But, whatever, you know. You can do what you gotta do, but, god damn. Nasty motherfucker and uh a quick side note Frano, I know you said you're gonna do show
2: well he's sorry he cut off and he didn't call back he reached the two minute thing that it cuts off um this is actually a valid legit question well, i mean I,
3: I think there's he he brought up two things but the first one is obvious like why wouldn't like yeah of course courtesy flush it's, I agree uh, it's I mean that is not that hard a thing to do, especially if you're in a situation where you are in public and it is dire. I don't think anybody's using a public toilet to go number two unless they are desperate. Sure. Who's who's, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's some su- small subsection of the people, but like and I've used many a public restrooms because when you got to go. You got to go. But when when I have the choice, I'm not doing it. Um, but a courtesy flush is like that's just base that's literally common courtesy, just courtesy flush. Now, the idea of him waiting because Jesus walked in, it's like, well, listen, there's only you know, that might not be physically possible. But yeah, you know, a courtesy flush is the bare minimum.
2: I mean, courtesy flush is you gotta do it. You gotta I, I, I do it, you know, I'll be honest. If I'm erupting by myself at my own house,
3: sometimes it's a courtesy to you.
2: That's what I'm That's saying.
3: Sit in your own filth.
2: I do a courtesy flush. I'm like, this stinks so bad. I don't want to smell it. I We're want about to, to
3: get canceled by water conservationists. True. Also, I think it needs to be said that we'll have to ask LeBron if he courtesy flushes. He's offered his opinion on so many things. I demand to know if he's a water conservationist or if he's a courtesy flush. I, I would
2: actually love to know if LeBron courtesy flushes. LeBron,
3: You've been very political. I know you're open about the environment. Do you waste water or do you care?
2: This is this is what Joe does. This is what he's done to me for seven years. I say one thing and then he just picks and prods and picks and prods. I bet Le- LeBron's got money. He's got a bidet. He's got water shooting up his asshole. Which I miss had that whole four month thing and Spain college, that was fun. You know, they
3: sell bidets on Amazon for like 30 bucks that hook to your toilet. Mm-hmm. Good to know. That's I amazing. mean, you spent $121 on amusement park passes. I bet you get a, a $100 toilet bidet that will change your life.
2: Don't act like that's not a steal.
3: $121. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I go twice. I know. I guess that's the question. Like, do you want to go to an amusement park twice in one year? Oh, Easily.
2: dude. Especially if I'm going with. Come on.
3: I mean, I I haven't been to Magic Mountain since I got to L.A. I didn't go either. (laughs) So what are we talking about here? It's a six flags. This is better than six flags. You were telling me the rides at this place are better than Magic Mountain. They are.
2: No way. They are. For real. It's one of the best. Look it up. It's one of the top 10 best amusement parks in the country. Has the beast the longest wooden roller coaster in the world? That's an old school one. It's got all the crazy new ones. Bro, 15 roller coasters. Kind of offensive that you're even questioning. And a whole water park with it.
3: I mean, water park. Like, how are water parks not canceled from COVID? It's
2: outside. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a petri dish.
2: Dude, by then, the park doesn't open till May. Yeah. Everybody's, I just hope it's
3: heavily chlorinated.
2: Yeah, people are going to be vaccinated, man. I'm telling you, the world's opening up. The dating apps are going to be a cesspool. Everybody's going to be fucking. What's it called? Hawaiian Island? King's Island.
3: I mean, I'm not going to look at them now, but I did put it in because I will look it up for you.
2: Appreciate that. Your your girl will appreciate the tennis tournament. It's one of the best ones uh, across the street, basically, across the highway. Yeah. I used to go to my mom. Yeah, man. Come on. Don't downplay it. This is all I got now. I got a bunch of eight, nine-year-old kids. I'm going to take them to the amusement park. This This is prepping me for becoming a father. Next step would be a dog. Problem is, can a dog stay at the house this long when I'm, you know, knee deep in the amusement park? You better get it soon so you can get that doggy trained. Now, when I was in eighth grade, I had a Kings Island pass. That was what I got for my eighth grade graduation. And that's where we'd try to meet girls. And then you'd try to make out with them at the uh, the Phantom Theater. That was always the goal. So now I'm coming full circle. Now I'm the creepy 39 year old guy. And you can
3: you restart your Tinder and your Bumble and put in your profile you have a Kings Island season pass. Just see who's just see the takers. That's
2: funny. I Kings should
3: Island's, Kings Island 2021 season pass holder.
2: It's lit son. My DMs are open. I heard from someone else who, who you and I both know. Uh I'm not going to say names, not like it matters. But he told me that apparently the big thing on the dating apps now is showing pictures of vaccinations. Really? How crazy a world we live in. Or writing I'm vaccinated. Who's it
3: who told who told you this? Why are we not naming names?
2: Majid, Michael Majid.
3: Michael Majid. Oh, we're I, we're we're saving Majid's uh dating profile well
2: well, no he he didn't say he did it he he was just saying he's seen multiple girls post that which i mean how i mean it's setting me up you talked about me creating another profile it's just setting me up to be like i've been vaccinated p.s but i still have aids or just something stupid because aids jokes with me are still still with me i love those jokes No girl would go out with me if I had that.
3: Thank God LeBron's already got a wife. He'd have to to put his vaccination status on his hinge.
2: (laughs)
1: There you
2: go. There you go. Guys, give us a call. 310-359-8365. We did it, Joe. We made it through the LeBron vaccination debate. It's a good show. I like it. But seriously, courtesy flush to answer his question. You don't got to hold it in. You got to go. You got to go. But. You're just kind of an asshole. And the same if you're going to somebody's house. Like, courtesy flush. I don't know. Dirtballs, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Dirty Sports. Drop us uh, an iTunes review, and I'll send those out. Apologies that uh, you haven't received those yet. I sent them out Friday. Apparently, I needed 15 more cents on each package. It got sent right back to me. <laughs> My cheap ass. They wrote, you need 15 more cents. They put it right back in the mailbox the next day. Those are being shipped today, though. What about you, Joe? Where, where can I they fix see fix your life
3: you? on Twitter, at Joe Prano and everything else. Um, that's all I got.
2: Yeah, and if you're uh, in the Cincinnati area or Ohio and you want to get a King's Island pass, we can meet up and go ride roller coasters together. Right, let's do it up, man. Or if you're a single lady out there who is a thrill seeker like me and <laughs> – wants to go ride the beast thrill seeker all right that's the show guys i i mean the the
3: beast too you gotta put that's all gotta be on the dating profile (laughs) season pass holder to king's island let me know if you want to ride this beast (laughs) you know i haven't had a dating profile
2: in two years i don't know why not no i don't know i just kind of got off that shit Maybe it's time, though. I like this, Prano. You're usually good with this stuff. I like this idea. These are all funny ideas about the Kings Island Pass. Want to ride the beast?
3: I'm not vaccinated yet, but I do have a Kings Island season pass.
2: (laughs) Amazing. All right, guys. Thanks for the support in the show. We'll be back in a couple of days. And don't forget, stay dirty.